This podcast is brought to you by Oldport Batman. The hero the Oldport and Maine deserves. Portland's cosplay king and his wife Batgirl are currently booking Comic-Cons, charity events, fundraisers, birthday events, and any special occasion where you need your favorite superhero. Go follow them on Instagram and like their Facebook page, Oldport Batman, or you can contact them directly at oldportbatman at gmail.com. Your mama... What's up, what's up, what's going on, people? Today, on the podcast, I've got Sean Gibson, owner and operator of Gibson Transportation. Should be a great conversation. Enjoy. Yeah. Cheer. Careful. Oh, everybody does it. Everybody Don't talk. Oh, just oh, what? Oh, what what oh, am I wow. supposed to do? Wow, you really didn't do very much see that what no not really oh the camera yeah oh yeah oh you didn't even notice it no a lot of people don't no i just there was this apparatus in front of me i because I, I was more looking at the back of it i really didn't even pay attention to the screen on that have you pressed a live yet? Because I hope so. No, no, I haven't. No. It would have been so funny. Yeah. If you had pressed live. live. No, let's go live. <laughs> going live. Fuck it, we're going live. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, Jess, um, she's a very down to earth, loyal person, dude. Yeah, she is. I fucking love her. You like that San Pellegrino so- shit? Oh, yeah. That shit's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's tasty. It, it it's got more sugar in it than. Oh, you talking about the yeah? You like so you have the flavored water, yeah. The this, so the the mineral water, soda water is. The reason why I like it is because it has like that crisp bite. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I really like about soda, is the carbonation. Yeah. Not that, that's you know, why I get flavor. this shit too. Yeah. It's, and, it's, it, it, and I like uh, when I do drink drinks. I like. Almost so like a watered down taste almost sometimes. Yeah. Like when I was younger, Kool-Aid, five cups of sugar. You know what <laughs> I mean? Time. But as Every I got time. older, I, my taste buds were just like, that's too much. So, yeah, like things kind of. You got, you got, looks like you got the uh, the headphone backwards. Do I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that one right there is upside down. Oh, it is, isn't it? Oh, wow. It's a there whole different go. world now, right? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Here you there are. we go. There well, it is. Well, when I first put this on, I had my hat down. I had my hat like this, so I thought that's why I couldn't hear it. So I pulled. <laughs> that's why I had this side up. <laughs> Still couldn't hear it. Okay. All right. Yeah, man, sugar fucking... There's so much sugar inside of soda, bro. It's crazy. Oh, I can't yeah. do it. No, I, I, I deliver beer, and uh, a couple stops give me soda every now and then, and I get ginger ale the other day, and it fucking... Like, it like shook me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's rough. And nothing's made like it used to be with more. No. I mean, not, I mean, like, I'm almost like, honestly, the sugar, the regular sugar is just w- was bad. That's why we started having, you know, all these artificial flavors. It's And it's almost like regular sugar is better. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than all the artificial aspartanes and, and the high fructose fructose. Toast, corn syrup, bullshit. Yeah, like that stuff is ten times worse for you than sugar. That's in everything too. 
Yeah. It's in everything. Yeah. It does, your body doesn't even really process it. No. No. Even worse than that is the preservatives. I mean, you know, that's fucking... Oh, can I swear on this show? You can do whatever the fuck are you we, want. Are we live? Yeah, oh yeah. Facebook live? No, no, YouTube. Oh, YouTube live. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. How many followers do you have? I don't know. No. 25, 6? It's not, it's not too crazy. Yeah. There's we more. Have... There's a lot more people listening. Yeah. Because yeah. it's on Google. It's on uh, Apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that other one? CastBox. That's like mm-hmm. the host of it because you need to get a, a feed link. So that's where I went. I went through CastBox. So there's, there's way more people listen to it. Okay, so people just go on to like these, you know, go on that cast box and just, just listen to people's podcasts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just, just kind of like just type or Google Music. Kind of like turn like through the, yeah, turn to the AM station or something. It's like a little morning show, but it's when every time I fucking feel like doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It's enjoyable. You know, that's the best part of like driving to work in the morning is listening to the fucking like yeah. free beer and hot wings. Yeah. I mean, I've never them. really listened to them ever. No. I don't know if yeah, I never really listened to them, but um, no, I get it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely big on on like YouTube's like Joe Rogan and stuff. You know, Joe Rogan's just the podcast like, the, like that. The epitome yeah. of fucking the top. Yeah, he's a man. You listen to all this shit? I a lot of it. I mean, yeah. not I'm not like one of these guys that I listen to to everything, but I mean, yeah, I I love. I love YouTube. YouTube is, I've definitely learned a lot on the YouTube of, uh, the University of YouTube. What the <laughs> fuck is that? I, and, uh, there is an actual University of YouTube, which is, you know, they uh, will just, I don't, I've seen it before, but I, I'm just using it as a kind of like a, a, a euphemism or whatever, yeah. like a metaphor. Like, you know, I, I've learned a lot on, on, on YouTube. I mean, if I need to know how to, <clears throat> anything these breaks are different <laughs> than other breaks i've worked on and i want to you know know how to take the rotor apart get the you know how do i get the bearings out of it <clears throat> go on the youtube and nine there's times guaranteed out of ten, to be a video there's yeah. a decent you know there's either someone doing it right there in front of me and i can kind of pick apart what they're doing wrong and try to do it different or there's <clears throat> you know someone giving you a good tutorial on some of those tutorials are crazy mm-hmm. there's a lot of talking not a lot of showing yeah a lot of help though yeah i've definitely absolutely. done a lot of my my enlightenment journey has has come from youtube what do you mean just you, you know you, you sit in a space of enlightenment what do you mean like that? just um you know how my mind how my mind's been kind of changed and and how it's been made up over the past couple of years uh you know youtube has had a lot to do with that, you know, be me being able to, and it's YouTube has changed now because of the censorship. So it's really hard to find like the material that I could find five years ago, you know, two or three years ago, even a year ago. But, um, you know, just listening to people's podcasts, just like this random crap, you know what I mean? Just pulling up and listening to this one or that one, you know, before it was like big to go to like a Joe Rogan or someone else. It was just, it was anybody doing shit. anybody's yeah. opinion you know what i mean you could hear it more i sure you probably still can but i think it's changed a little bit yeah there's a lot of left fucking censorship going on in yeah. social media real yeah. hard yeah it's taken over um you know a lot of the the social media is being ran by you know the same people who want that control yeah i don't even know if it's necessary that the 
entity itself, but it's what the entity is made of. All the people, all the, you know, college educated, you know, uh, you know, university educated yeah. elites that are just, you know, no more than, you know, no, no more what's better for you than, you know, you know, um, it's <laughs> a good way of putting it. Uh, you know, they're, they're kind of running their, they're the ones doing all the, the programs and the algorithms for all that, you know. It's it almost seems like there's a there's a legitimate agenda that they have. Mm. Yeah. Eventually, it's gonna it's gonna get shown. You know what I mean? Every, everybody's gonna be able to figure out what the fuck is going on. But we gotta go through this kind of little wave we got going. Of people bullshit. people are waking up. That's yeah, every thing, fucking though. day. I, I, so there's so many people who have woken up a long time ago that are just like this world's going to shit. Like people aren't waking <laughs> up, and I'm I'm just waking up. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, damn, you know. And uh, but I I see it, dude. There's a lot of people who are, um, you know, definitely see what's going on out there. Stuck, <clears throat> stuck in those those little weird yeah. those ruts. They don't want to. I think there's more people that don't want to wake up. No, yeah. You can, you Ignorance can, is bliss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and you got to kind of stick your neck out there sometimes you to either be the crazy, you know, you're either going to be the crazy conspir- conspiracy theorist or you're going to be, you know, if, if you're not <clears throat> politically correct enough, you, you're going to be a whole host of isms. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, and if you're one ism nowadays, you're, you're the whole, yeah, yeah every ism, you know. <laughs> Like uh, it's the whole mafia that now is, <laughs> yeah, man. The the, you know the, the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. How you feel about Trump? Mm. You a Trump man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You Absolutely. are you a fucking gung ho hard? No, I'm not a I'm not a MAGA Trumper. I'm a CAG Trumper. So like when Trump first <clears throat> ran. Oh man, I was uh, I fucking hated him. <laughs> he just he seemed like an idiot. I hated him. I I hated everything about him. I believed everything Facebook told me. Um, MSNBC told me. CNN. Um, they I, went. They go hard against him. I, I yeah. I believed it. I believed it all, and I and I and I hated him. The whole birther thing. You know, I I allowed. You know, I allowed, I guess, I don't know, I was, I had a whole different frame of thought, type way of thinking back then. Yeah. So, <clears throat> from what, what I come from, the experiences that I've had, what I've gone through, um, has always kind of pushed me into a certain category and a certain box, kind of like everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. We all kind of, you know, the way we're brought up kind of definitely influences the way that we think as a teenager one way or the other so um it definitely you know but how i yeah i mean i don't know i i i like him i like i i i i genuinely genuinely think that he is a threat to the swamp i do I genuinely, genuinely think that he's a he's a he's a threat to the to the to the to the 
career politicians and the bureaucrats. Yeah. And, you know, those people have been my true enemy my whole life. And I always... Because they've been there for your whole fucking life, too. They have. That's why. Yeah. And they've had, they had control over me for a long time, physically, when I was in the system. And then when I came out of the system, they still had my mind. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't really... You know, it, it, when I started to wake up and started to, for me, hypocrisy has always been a huge thing. <clears throat> so when I really just started to like question things, um, question the hypocrisy and, um, people started to get mad or they tried to, they tried to, uh, silence me. That's how it goes. That was just in, in a, every in every little facet of life. As soon as you start to question shit, that's what yeah. they do. Yeah, and I think that that was like the, you know, that was like the, the wake up call to me when people got like so scared for me to ask questions or you know I've always been the type of kid to ask questions. Yeah, I've always been the the kid that, um, uh, questioned authority. Um, and, um, yeah, when, you know, the, the more like brainwashed, well, no, the, the more, the more, the more I wouldn't say, cause I didn't realize that I, I, I didn't really realize how brainwashed I was at the time. So, I, and I don't even really want to say brainwashed. I was more just led in a different direction and I was thinking a different way. Um, but I, you know, like the, the, the way that I thought was basically, I was falling in line with the people that I was surrounded with. And because I grew up, you know, the, in the type of environment that I grew up in, <clears throat> a lot of ad- adversity, a lot of poverty, a lot of drugs and substance abuse. Yeah. It kind of put me, you know, I put myself, it, it put me in, into a certain box in a certain category. And, um, you know, uh, so that's, you know, I, I you know, I, I listened to the people that were around me, good or bad, because those were the people that were around me. You know what I mean? So, you know, I thought a certain way and that followed me for years. And, you know, I think... I want to say as it kind of like as I was starting to come to enlightenment of my of of certain situations and of that I don't want to say like I I, I don't know what I think everybody kind of thinks of enlightenment is kind of like to me is kind of like a religion like you can either be you can either be really religious or you know you you believe a little bit so I'm not saying like my I don't know how how you might interpret enlightenment. You might interpret it a totally different way than I do. I mean, how I kind of just woke up, how I took the red pill and that way of enlightenment. That really is the way enlightenment should should be yeah. looked at. Like yeah. You, if, if, you, if you're putting into like Hinduism, like you think in your yeah. mind, you need to meditate every fucking day for you yeah. to be enlightened. That's, that's fucking incorrect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're coming through enlightening moments every yeah. fucking day that have nothing to do with religion or spirituality. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know yeah. exactly what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, though, because a lot, I, you know what, though? A lot of 
people, you know, they say everybody has their truth, and that's a bunch of, yes, reality is reality. Yeah. But there's this weird fucking gray area that, you know, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to everybody has their own truth. I mean, we all are, you know, you know, human beings fundamentally, genetically are kind of made up the same, but, you know, but, we, you know, not... Not every group is going to interpret something the way another group interprets it. You know what not I mean? Not even so, every individual. Not, exactly. And for the most part, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not every group, not every individual. Sometimes we're more individual. Sometimes we're more of, of a group. You know what I mean? And yeah. that kind of breaks down in, into more sections, you know. Or, But, um, yeah, I mean, the way that... I grew up is totally different than the way my daughter grew up. So can I expect my daughter to to understand exactly what I've gone through? Or, you know, the way I grew up is totally different than the way my wife grew up. I can't expect them to totally understand where I'm coming from. So I understand if they don't understand where I'm coming from, I understand why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody sees everything differently. Every group kind of sees things differently than another group. You know, so every species, you know, goes through something, you know, every race goes through something different than another, you know, but cultures, a culture. Yeah. Yeah. A cultural thing. And I think, you know, that's what's great about this country is where we are a good, a good combination of different melting, different cultures that have been able to coexist and and help each other out to for this, you know, for us to live this American dream, help each other out. You know, it seems like there's a lot less help lately. I don't know about that. I just you don't, think you don't feel like we're divided at all. We're definitely divided, but the help-wise, no, because I think human nature wants people to help, and I think there's yeah. a, people are always going to help. And even if I might not help you because I don't like you, I'm still going to help that person because I feel something, yeah. some sort of a connection to that person. So I'm going to help them because it might be the color of their skin, it might be the kind of shoes that they have on, it might it might be that their, their sex, it might it might be their neighborhood they live in, you know, anything. You know, so I think I think people. I don't think this world is. Ah, man. This world is really messed up. <laughs> this is, <laughs> is really messed up. But in in a way, there there's still there's still a lot of hope left in humanity. I I think I honestly do. Yeah, I, I think that I honestly do. It's just gonna take some one big thing to unify everybody. No, I don't think it will. No. Everybody's always everybody always wants this one big thing to happen or or everybody wants to change the world but they don't what you need to realize is the, the best way for you to change the world is giving you know doing your best and do the best way that I can change the world is by trying to do little things every day that make you know that will eventually kind of accumulate yeah. you know uh, uh kind of stack on top of each other and, yeah. and, and at the end it will you know not even stack on top of each other it's just every little thing that you can do like just being trying to be a, as, as righteous of a man as I can trying to you know if, if I see somebody that needs help trying to help somebody out you know it, it might not be a lot but it's it's something that I can give you know uh, you know be a good father like th- those are the I don't have to I don't have to invent some save, crazy fucking thing. I don't have yeah. to I don't have yeah. to save a million people. I don't have to invent I don't have to be the, you know, uh, you know, uh 
donate, you know, fundraise, you know, $10 million to donate to something, you know? Yeah, you don't got to be Gandhi. I gave $2 to it, Yeah. you know? And it's all those little things. And I think that, fundamentally, uh, you know, cu culturally, you know, our, our you know, our, our cultures have kind of, you know, uh, our traditional values have kind of been taken out of culture a little bit. A little bit. But, I, but it... I think it kind of comes and it goes. I don't, I don't, I still have hope. I ramble a lot, dude. That, dude, that's what it's for. This is that's what I'm supposed that, to do, that's right? That's what you're supposed that's to exactly do. That's exactly what that's I'm supposed to do. That's why we're fucking here. Yeah. Yeah. People got to hear this shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, though. Um, Man, I don't know, man, but <sighs> it's, I don't know. It, it, I I still I still have have hope, I do. I do. You gotta. You have to. Yeah. What what's what's worth living if you have nothing? In a hopeless for? world. Yeah. It's pointless. <laughs> no. Why why would you even get up and get out of bed in the morning? You wouldn't. You know. So you gotta have some hope. You know, regardless of what you believe in. You know, you gotta you gotta have some hope. There's a lot of fucking crazy beliefs out there. There is. There's people that believe that they were born in a different body. There's a lot of crazy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a, a belief is only... Oh, shit. You know, a belief didn't come about itself, you know. Somebody had to fucking believe it first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody had to introduce <laughs> that idea. And there's a lot of... You know, there's some... There's some... You know, some fucked up shit going on in this world, but... The crazy shit, the, some of the craziest shit that I see is these fucking mass shootings. That's yeah. fucking, it's just wild. It's sad. Like, how, what, I, I, I mean, I've been mad. I wanted to fucking kill people before, oh, like, you could never. I could never. I don't possess that yeah. in me. <laughs> but yeah. to go out of your way to plan out to fucking murder 30 fucking kids in a school, that's outrageous. Well, that's why, that's why... Just you just said what's what's the point of getting out of bed? You know what what's the point of living life if you're not, if you're hopeless? Yeah, those people are literally hopeless. Like that's the epitome of hopelessness. That's sad. When you've literally not just given up on yourself, but you've given up on the world to where you can go out and cause that type of destruction, and not you know. Not not feel any remorse for it or feel like you, you know I I. I can't even try to fathom how yeah, a mind no, like that would think, but all. like, that's definitely like the epitome of giving up. I couldn't, I could never, no mm -hmm. matter what, no matter what mm -hmm. happened, we've we've been living rough lately. Yeah, and then fucking, just keep living rough. Yeah. One day it won't be rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you just get your ass up. You yeah. put one foot out in front of the other, yep. and you say, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, you just. You say, yeah, fucking today might not have been a, a win, but I'm up and I'm on my feet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not down. And I'm moving forward. Yeah, that hurt. I yeah. fell. That, that hurt. But I'm getting back up, though. Swipe it off. Yeah. Let it go. I'm getting back up, yeah. though. You know what I mean? Like, I wish people, I wish a lot more people, you know, could, you know, understand, you know, how important it is to get back up. See if she can give me some water. I'm dry. I'm dry as a bitch. Right. We, we yeah. We decided. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, take a little sip of that. Yeah. 
It's San Pellegrino. Yeah. I don't know. Do you like the? It's warm yeah. and it's 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 the soda water. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. You hear that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I drink it for, man. Thank you, sir. That's all I need. I just need that little. See this this San Pellegrino is good. This orange shit. I like the Clementine. That's that's my shit. It also does have a lot of fucking sugar in it though. Like yeah. Twenty nine. That's that's a lot. I it, mean, but it's juice. It's sugar from juice. It's concentrate, which really ain't any better for you. But I mean, I, could, I, I listen. Didn't, didn't see my phone. Thanks, babe. I love you. <laughs> He's thirsty. Hey, can I have some water too, Sandra? Yeah. Sandra. Chandra. Son. Her name, oh, her name is my is name. In your name. It's in my name. <laughs> you know, Listen, dude. Happens all the my time. birthday was in September. Yeah? No, it was May. We already went through this. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got me twice. Oh, man. So, yeah, man. How, how was your life growing up, man? We were poor as fuck. Yeah? Um, my mom did what she could until yeah. she couldn't anymore. Yeah. I, uh, I, I kind of raised myself. Did you? You know, I hung out with a lot of friends. Wasn't home as much as I could have been. Mm -hmm. Played football and shit. Yeah. That usually kept me out of trouble. For Biddeford? Yeah. Nice. Back when you guys were class A? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We still we still uh, could have been better, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Dude. Ice? Did you put ice in his? Oh, yeah. What's water without ice? Mm. You know, listen. So, I've been thinking about this shit a lot lately. With water and ice. With ice and water, okay? Now, uh, you can't handle it? <laughs> and it, and, it, and I, don't, I don't know this if I can look, make she it. She just got, the way she got up and walked out she's, of here. She's heard it 45 times, at least. <laughs> so, right, I hear water. You got a, a glass of cold water. Mm -hmm. You want it colder. Yeah. So, what you do is take frozen water yeah. and put it in the water. Yeah. Now, in order to make that water cold, you have to make the frozen water warm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking with my mind a lot. Yeah. Like, it's... You have to heat up the, the, the frozen matter to make the liquid matter colder. Yeah. Fucked up. Well, that's science, That's si science. That's... Yeah, some the, shit I just don't understand. If if somebody in here was had that type of you know knew the the chemical reaction that caused that, they would be able to break it down and it would either make sense or not. But yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's no. science, dude. Yeah, that's it's nuts. That is that's a cool that's a cool one, dude. That's like something I would have thought of when I was like eating a bag of Doritos while I was blazed out of my yeah. mind, yeah. watching fucking I don't know. Dave Chappelle or something. You should check out his new special. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it man. was. It was good. I wanted to make shirts back in like 2016 that said "Bring Dave Chappelle back" because we're that's dude. That was he was hiding. He was hiding because it was dude. The, the 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 PC police went after him, and they you know what I mean? Came they they, they went out. They yeah. they went after him, dude. So he had to. He wasn't having. He had to go into hiding, and it was either that or become. Part of the fucking Hollywood mob, dude. And he was like, "Nah, I'm not. It's yeah. not me." No, you know. I he like turned that down that it. deal because he because he knew that that they were trying to buy a soul. <laughs> I mean, like, you didn't, no one gives you two hundred million dollars and and doesn't take your soul in return yeah. for it. 
It's true. It's just that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So it's too bad. But at the same time, like because he came back, it yeah. was like his jokes seemed more powerful. Yeah, he's got more fucking to him. Dude, his t- his uh, timing and the way, he, dude, he can't tell a bad joke. No, you just can't. Because no. even if he does, it's the it's just him. So it's still a good joke. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's like. If he's if he fumbles, he's so good at it that he, you know, like you just can't notice it. Yeah, Cause it, it could be right there in plain sight, and you could still couldn't see it because he's just so good at what he does. The only thing that drives me crazy about him is that he uh, he has a lights <laughs> a cigarette on stage. Yeah, and fucking lets the cigarette go out. 400 times while he's on stage just walking around it drives me fucking crazy just put the fucking thing down yeah, right? or smoke it it makes me want to get up and go smoke a cigarette yeah 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 let me put this shit on pause I you can't smoke you smoke cigarettes yeah yeah, yeah I wish I'd done but yeah, I didn't yeah. yeah kicks my uh, ass okay you know it's life yeah <laughs> yes. Chandra you don't smoke cigarettes huh no no I quit when I got pregnant she quit cold cool. turkey too. Damn, dude, that's, that's some balls, some strength. That's what the love of a child would do for you. Yeah, huh? mm-hmm. that shit's yeah. crazy. Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's awesome. Good for you, Dad. He's just oh, I can go. I can step outside. I'm not carrying the baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah. gonna go. I, I, I gotta take a break. Oh, he's screaming. Step out. Really you cool. smoke outside, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, no, I don't smoke all. inside. That shit yeah. is nasty. It gets yeah. in your paint. Gets in your fucking clothes. Yeah, fuck that. That's gross. It already smells like shit. Well, the thing about it was, it, you know, it's funny. I feel I'm such a snowflake when it comes to cigarette smoke. Now, gives me migraines, right? <laughs> but like my whole life, my parents smoked in the house. Yeah, in I the grew car. up in the car yeah. and how. How I remember. I remember like two thousand. No, not even two thousand. Like. 98, 99, my parents started being like, okay, we need like a designated place to smoke. Mm. We're going to try not to smoke around the kids because my younger sister had asthma. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about the first group of kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, fuck you know, everybody else. But, uh, you know, or, you know, the second round of kids, you know, my little sister had asthma. So I remember my parents like making this, okay, we're going to, we're going to smoke in here. And, you know, but my mom was like a pack a day. Marlboro Red 100s and a pot of coffee. That'll do it. Listen, I could drink fucking three pots of coffee in a day and not even even flinch. Drink a cup of coffee and go to sleep. You know what I did? I did something awesome. So I used to, like, have a real high tolerance to to, uh, caffeine. Yeah. So much that it, like, would have an adverse effect on me, right? So I would drink coffee and I would immediately get tired after. Yeah, it happens. Right? It was fucked up. So I'm like... I remember like one one coffee I pounded one coffee I was like ooh then it was like I needed two coffees and then it just started making me tired this happened over like 10 years and then about a year ago first I weaned myself completely off caffeine so I know and I this was back like actually like like probably like two and a half years ago I stopped all caf- like caffeinated fake beverages Jesus. like you know the, the monsters how, how do you get up in the morning all the monsters and shit. It was it was a literally a withdrawal. I'm sure it was hard, for, but I, but I got it through my system. And then now, I literally 
and it, it honestly it might even be a placebo and it just no nah, it's not because i i honestly really because i drive all day i'm on the road so i literally do get some stimulation out of it i literally started off just sipping my coffee and like literally to the point where like i'll buy a small coffee and it will last me two days and i'm not like a I used to be an extra cream, extra sugar, you know, tall, you know, extra large coffee, yeah. suck that down. Mm -hmm. So like I used to drink coffee for the, for the, you know, for the taste of it. Now I drink black coffee, I get a small and it will literally last me two days because if I feel like I need a little sip, I'll sip off from it and I'll set my cup down and like, and like, and mind you, I'm not drinking the coffee because I enjoy the taste. I'm drinking yeah. it because I I want a certain effect out of it. Yeah. And like, literally now, coffee will literally. And I'm telling you, I used to be like three monsters and a day, you know, and two cups of coffee a day type person. And now I literally just like, you know, if I start to yawn a couple times, I'll take a couple of sips out of it, set it down. A day later, I'll, I'll finish it. Yeah. And it picks you up. Yeah, just yeah. that, just a little tiny bit, but I had to like wean myself off the caffeine first for a while. I'll never do it. So I don't even want. I don't even yeah. want to do it. <laughs> yeah. The see the thing about caffeine is it's a nootropic, so it it does help your mind. Yeah. But we overdo it. But like it makes you so day. tired though. As much we way overdo it. Yeah. We just yeah, are the like Western that they we they culture. do a shot of espresso over yeah. in Italy. You know what I mean? Boom, that's it. Boom, you're good yeah. to fucking go. Yeah. That's literally all you need. That's it. But we we're like two yeah. shots of espresso in our large extra. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah that's I mean? how I get down. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. And if they ha and if there wasn't so much goddamn cream in it, you wouldn't need a fucking shot of espresso. Yeah. See, they know I, how to market shit. I dude. fucking <laughs> I love the taste of coffee. I can drink black coffee, coffee with cream, no yeah. sugar. I, I just love coffee. Okay, I don't, yeah. I, I, but I don't think I can let it go. I don't drink it for the caffeine unless I get a, like uh -huh. a withdrawal headache. Then I'm like, fuck. Well, this you shit. do I'm drink it for the caffeine. You just love the. You just like enjoy the taste of it yeah. too. Like yeah. So yeah. I think they some I remember, remember like watching like reading something about how how. Dunkin' Donuts is really in like the the dairy business. They sell more dairy than they do coffee. Really? Yeah. Cuz they sell all the cream that they put. Oh, they sell more yeah. cream and sh you know, they sell a lot of sugar, but they sell more cream in their coffee than hmm. than coffee. And it's their cream. I mean, look at look at a look at a, a large coffee. I've literally I remember when I started drinking my coffee black, I'd go to Dunkin' Donuts and be like you know, light cream, and it was still the color of this fucking table. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and then I would have to like be like, okay, give me a black coffee, and like, and I'd go put the creams in myself. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have to, because I'd, I'd be like, you know, half of a one creamer, and it was still like the color of like the plywood. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> this is freaking milk. You know, so I literally had to just buy a black coffee and get a couple of those little creamers and put a little bit in there. Yeah, you know. I think my issue is I don't like I don't like hot coffee. I don't like hot coffee. I don't like hot coffee. I like I, unless it's in a little a shot of espresso, just okay. like made from a fucking espresso machine. But hot coffee it doesn't do it. So mm -hmm. I've been I've been drinking cold brew for fucking years. Years. Yeah. I just make it myself. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's so much better because the fats don't get burnt off. You know what I mean? Because yeah. all the f and it like it works better. I feel like it just Does works. It? Yeah. It does its job. I don't need as much yeah. to like wake up. Yeah. Because I obviously it, it. It was. It just sucked. 
needing something to wake up. Yeah. That sucks. See, I, I don't need it to wake up, I think, because I get up and then I fucking, I shit and I bebop around the fucking house. I walk in like 25 circles just to find the things that were in my yeah. face the whole time. And and it that I don't need it to wake up, but it, it definitely helps once I get going. You know what the hardest part of the day is for me? Waking up. It's the hardest part of the day. It's, it's it hard sucks. for me on the weekends. During the week, I just fucking wake up. Yeah. Um, I'm usually a minute or two before my alarm goes off. Cool. I'm awake. Yeah. I don't want to get out of bed, but yeah. I'm, I'm awake. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a good trait it's, to have. It's, it's fucking... Don't ever lose that. I'm going to lose it eventually. No. <laughs> As time goes on, that I'm going to fuck it. I just, uh, I just recently passed my hazmat to get to deliver oil. Cool. And I'm going to be waking up at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. Because I'm already chubby right now. I feel I feel chubby. And if I let the winter come in yeah. while I'm sitting on my ass, yeah. driving, just delivering oil, for, it's, it takes five minutes to put the fucking oil in the house. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm going to get huge. Huge. Think so? Well, huge, what are you doing now? Huge. I'm, deliver, I'm delivering beer. Oh, so you're Navi. getting in and out of the truck. Yeah, and kegs. And it, it keeps me at like a, a yeah, solid yeah. level. Because, you know, you get some movement. That's yeah. why I had to haul cars. I couldn't do like uh, drive van or reefer, like dropping hooks. Like I couldn't yeah. just like do like haul trailers here and there. I had to, I had to like do something. Like I, when I first got my CDL, I, I was hauling steel on a flatbed. Oh, shit. So I was, you know, picking some pieces up. Yeah. I was, you know, strapping and unstrapping stuff and tarping and untarping. But yeah, I was, I had already made that decision when I got my class ACDL because, uh, man, I, I, when I worked at Hannah, I worked at Hannah for distribution center for like seven years. And, um, I, I would do, I would, when I was in shipping and receiving, man, I'd see some of the truckers that came in there and I was like. <laughs> They're huge. Oh, oh God, dude! Out of shape, morbidly eating shit food. All day. morbid. Like yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did these guys get a medical card to yeah. drive a truck? Yeah, yeah. A neck they can only be so like big, it. right? Yeah, yeah. Like I won't. I don't trust. I wouldn't. Nah. Fucking have around and have a diabetic stroke on the fucking road. Yeah. It's that's not good. No. I feel like every class A driver be should get up, get out of the truck all the time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get up. You gotta get out and stretch. And yeah, move around, stretch, get a free gym memberships to fucking Planet Fitness is everywhere. Yeah, but to do that's the thing though about trucking. Then you you, 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 tired. you think like, oh yeah, you know, I'll have time to do this and that. No, point A to point B, dude. You make your money when the wheels are rolling. You don't make money when you're sitting. So. You maximize every hour of the day that you have that you can drive or be on the clock, which is 14 hours of on the clock and 11 hours of driving. So, you know, 14 hours goes by, and when you're off the clock, yeah, you have 10 hours that you have to be off. But you know, once you check into your, if you know, if you're sleeping in your truck, once you, you know, kind of get settled in and eat, and you know what I mean, like, yeah. I would get out, dude. I would, I would, if I was sleeping in a in a sleeper, I would definitely get out and do push ups and sit ups and this, that, and the other. But a lot of a lot of truckers, dude, will will like literally pull up with their gallons of piss and just dump them out in the truck <laughs> or parking lot. You know what I mean? Like you can't you well, can't even walk through that motherfucker without feeling yeah, like gross. you're you're in a sewer. It's terrible. 
why they call the girls there lot lizards. Oh yeah, I tell Josh all the time, like, yeah, man, I I just spent a hundred dollars on a lot lizard. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, Oof. Like that. Uh-uh. I had one knock on my door once. I was like, I looked right, I looked over, and she's like, I'm like. Get the fuck away from my door. Get like, go. Don't here. don't even touch right my window. <laughs> like, get get the fuck away from my window. Gross. Like, this was in, I, where was I? I was in Philly. Was. And I was stopping. I was downtown to get a steak and cheese. And, oh, um, my God. You had to say. Oh, oh man. God, Philly it. steak and cheese. Is it good? Oh, God. I've, never, I've been, I've been I've to Philly, but I've never had a, a cheese steak. Oh, man. So good. Gino's. And I was just parked on like the, this, you know, downtown, and it was like bare, like I shouldn't even have been down there with my truck and trailer, and like some chick just walks up to my window, like knocking on, hey, hey, and I was like, I looked, I just knew right away, I'm like, Mm-mm. don't like move, get the fuck out of here. She's like, huh? I'm like, get the fuck out of here, don't touch my fucking window, back up. Not <laughs> to be so rude, like fuck you, kick rocks. No, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Ugh. Anyway, get time for that. Touch my fucking window. I gotta go spray it with fucking bleach. <laughs> Fuck away. I had to. I have to. I had to like. I thought it actually it was like last night. I was like, you know what? I gotta like stop being such a germaphobe and just kind of, you know, accept the fact that I'm a fucking trucker and I have to shit in truck stop bathrooms and. Oh, it's rough. You know, not hold my shit till I get to my hotel room at night because it's, you know, I'm like. Well, I'll hold that you gotta shit. shit. No way. Dude, I was the same way. No fucking way. Listen, I get, long. I get completely butt naked to shit. Me too. <laughs> my man. Dude, me too. Yes. That must be, dude, me too. It's the only way to get, shit. I cannot get comfortable. No. I feel, I got to like. Socks, everything. Ev- yeah. Off. Everything. I may leave my socks on if the floor is cold. Uh, But yeah, you're right. Sometimes I'm like, the socks have to come off too. In a a bathroom like that, if I'm forced to, like the other day I was forced to, I put the shoes back on. Yeah. I'll I'll be okay. Yeah. I don't don't like it. I'd rather be naked. Put your feet over the shoes sometimes. No, no. If, if no, you, you can't touch your shoes. No, no. I, no, no. Dude, it's you like you have like everything has to come off. Like, yeah, it's just it's so comfortable, if man. Jess ever walked in, dude. Jess, dude. These if if Jess was here right now, she'd be dying laughing because Jess like and my daughter, everybody in the house knows it's, when I take a shit. Probably, I'm naked. okay. So I'm sure Jess would agree. The absolute funniest <laughs> fucking thing in the whole world is opening. Everything's fine. Is opening the bathroom door and he's butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> the first time it happened, I was like, "What the?" Shut the door and what? was like, "What? Why was he butt naked?" Then it's the worst when you got when you got a bunch of clothes on because you're going, you got shit to go do with people. And now, now you have to take all your all clothes of off and you got to put them back on. Hang it up so it doesn't yeah. get all fucked up. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah. I, I don't so care funny. though. Yeah, no. I, that's why I can't. Well, I mean, obviously, well, if I'm in a public, if I'm in a public restroom, I'm fully clothed. But yeah. like, you know, and, and no, like, yeah, I'll hold my shit. Uh, you you nah, fully naked that, in the public? Yeah, if I, cause I won't, I won't shit. I'll hold that shit till the cows come home. But <laughs> if it's if it won't shirt sure, everything in the public, I'll, I'll, I'll hang it up. They, dude, they got hooks on there. Yeah, they but got, you won't do they it. They got the hooks. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, I thought we were talking about being home. I'm talking <laughs> anywhere in the middle of the woods. Butt naked. Oh shit! I hate shitting outside. Oh, it's God. the worst. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a hassle, man. You yeah, be... <laughs> you gotta hang your bare ass over a fucking some dead log. Or something. Yeah, Good. so so <laughs> the story started that he won't do that in public unless he absolutely has to. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's no. a hassle. And then he man. comes home pissed from work that day. He comes home, I had to shoot in public today. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> it's not comfortable. So you can do it. You would have a rough time being like uh, regional or over the road, man. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'll yeah. be all right. I'll be, I'll shit butt naked in my cab in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a like a Popeye's chicken no. container and uh-uh. I I'm not one this, for littering, but I'll chuck it, that bitch out the oh, window dude, somewhere. I, I've seen I've seen truckers literally with a bag of shit like <laughs> right out the window. Like you know it's it, you know yeah. when you see the neighbors walking the dog and they just having a conversation with you with a bag of shit in their hand like like they don't have a warm bag of shit in their hand you know. I've seen people fucking right out the window. I'm like, did that motherfucker really just throw? Like, I seen a dude on, uh, this was when I was working at Hannaford. I was leaving Hannaford. I seen a trucker literally throw his diaper out the window and then run it over. And it was like, (laughs) fucking shit. I was like, ah, I swerved around. (laughs) The fuck? A whole diaper. Dude, just like. Threw the diaper out the window and then ran it over with the the last wheels on the train. Dude, it was nasty, man. I was like, wow. That's when I realized shit was real, dude, with, with the truck. There's some unintended. There's a lot of yeah. There's yeah. a lot of truckers that give a give the give bad the industry name. a bad name. You know. Not all of them. I mean I, I would say the majority of truckers are just like, you know, everyday, you know, people, but there's some motherfuckers out there that are just savage with it. People who just li- straight up live on the road. Like and that's not like a bad thing, but some people are just like, just, just anti-social, yeah. kind of strange individuals that like literally live in their truck and don't have a home. They 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 live in their truck in their sleeper. Well, which I mean, they got a lot of money though. Yeah, it depends. It depends on if. Uh, no, no, they don't have a lot of money. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. No, if you're working for somebody, no. I mean, you're saving on rent, yeah. So if you're really like snowballing your money, yeah. I mean, after you know ten years of doing that, you'll have some money saved up. But you're not just balling because you're not paying, you know, eight hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars a month for a house or you know rent. But yeah, man, it's it's cool though. I love it. I love. I like what I do. What do you do? I, dr- I deliver cars. So I, I'm I'm, I've checked it out on Facebook. I mean, Instagram a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Gipso is a, uh, it's a auto transport company. We Not only do we have a carrier side, which would be my truck and my trailer, but we also, we're also licensed and bonded brokers. So we broker out cars. You know, we oh, help sure. facilitate moves between the customer and the shipper, uh, the carrier, get the cars moved. Do the logistics behind it. Just with more of that. My dispatcher, I'm trying to get him on board with it because he's he's dispatching me work, yeah. basically setting up my routes and keeping everything on. You know, sending out. You know, it's just you driving. And, yeah, just yeah. me driving. Yeah, just me in one truck. I mean, that truck you got out there. The truck I have out there. Yeah, you that hauls that hauls a class A. Yeah, class A. Fucking kidding me. Yeah. The videos I've shown you come from that truck. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. yeah. Five cars, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Get paid a pretty penny per car. I mean, 
depending on yeah, the customer. Yeah, you get paid. And, well, I mean, it depends on what, where you're at, what the rates are. Yeah. Because the rates are different everywhere. Kind of like, it's kind of like regional areas, you know what I mean? Freight pay is good here, but it's terrible here. It all kind of d- depends on like um, what the supply is and, and what the demand is. I mean, like how many carriers are in that area and what, what the supply is in that area. Yeah. If there's a lot of carriers and a little bit of work, then it's going to be cheap as fuck because you're, everybody's fighting for it. <clears throat> if there's a little bit or even a lot of work in one area, but there's not a lot of carriers, then the pay, you know, the rates are going to pay better because, you know, there's not as much, you know, competition yeah. fighting over, you know, to take your rate, you know, to move your your, your product for whatever you're, you're demanding, you know for it to be moved for. So How long you had this company? <clears throat> so September was a year. It was our year. Yep. September, the first week of September was um was our anniversary. Yeah. One year anniversary. Nice. Yeah. So I mean like it's a good job. I mean it, it basically what I've done is I've I own my own job. Yeah. You know, I'm a business owner. Uh do you like it yeah, better that way? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You don't have to answer to nobody but yourself. I have to answer to a lot of people. I have to answer your, to your customers. My, all my yeah, I have to answer your to wife. twenty people a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to answer to the federal government more now than I had to. But I just don't have a boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am the boss. That's the difference. I mean, I still answer. I still have my customers, and you know, I still have to, to. You know, I have. There's some companies that I haul for that are my customer that I've I have contracts with that are fucking assholes, and they're demanding and they're very, the balls normally in their court, but you know so, they can be just as you know just as much of an asshole as any boss I ever worked for. But yeah, I can imagine. I can tell them to go fuck off. Yeah. And, <clears throat> be on my way, you know, and, you know, so if I wanted to try to be diplomatic my wife's far more than I am I let her do all the talking to you know for you know if if I have an issue I try to let her handle that because she's more tempered than I am (laughs) she thinks before she talks more you know what I mean like when I get going you know I'm you know loose cannon I'm not, not not necessarily a loose cannon but you know, I'm not as you don't let I'm not as controlled as she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't let people fucking slide with shit. No, I just I try not to let people walk all over me. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, and um, some people are are more better at it than than I am. You know, <laughs> I take more of the the muscle route sometimes. You hear this fucking thing making noises? Mm. Don't make noises. Stop touching on your shit. Oh, I don't touch nothing else. I won't tell nobody else. Huh? You said focus on that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Listen, one time I had a podcast on here. We was it was going fucking what two two and a half hours something like that. The fucking computer rebooted. Out of nowhere. Yeah, pissed me right off. Lost the whole thing. Oh, everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That sucks. Yeah. It's so good he won't tell the details about. Yeah. No. Because because yeah, I'm hoping that that she comes back on. Cool. That person's coming back soon. I soon? Think, I think. What? That was, uh, 
It was like the 10th or, or it was supposed to be a 10th or 11th one. So I'm thinking that was around like May-ish, maybe yep. April, May. Mm-hmm. So that's when cool. that's going to be good. That was, that was fucking interesting. Yeah, I'll have to watch it next time. We'll tell you about it later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when... When the cam when the cameras aren't on, so they don't fucking. Yeah. It's it's it was good. It was good, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. What got you into this? Into the fucking transporting vehicles. I kind of fell into it. I just, I'd go my my siblings all live in Texas, and I'd go to I you know, I'd, normally I go to Texas at least once a year, mm. and every time I went out there, I would always see these guys like with pickup trucks and trailers hauling stuff and I'm like what the fuck are these guys doing and so I just started googling and going on forums and figuring out what they were doing and how they were doing it and you know and just did my research and kind of was interested in it and kind of I don't know I just I think when I even when the when the idea of it kind of when it was first introduced to me I, I kind of was like, oh, there's something about this that I like. So I just started researching the shit out of it. All the internet outs of it. Every aspect of it. From licensing from and licensing, parking. you know, and, and permitting to what kind of vehicle you need to, you know, where you're going to source your work from to this, that, and the other. So. <clears throat> I am leaving the room. Oh, are you? I could have. Is that why you stood up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to stand there the whole time for like the next 10 minutes. Awkwardly just standing there. <laughs> Look, looking you dead in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go. Yeah, no, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. You get any uh, like high profile? Type shit? No. You're driving around like high, t- high oh, cars. Cars, oh, yeah. Cars. Nice, nice, um, nice fucking exotics or I muscles. Mean, I've, I've, I mean, probably like then I'm, I'm more of like a dealer to dealer transfer type yeah. guy, and the, the not transfer dealer to dealer auction and um, well, if if you're doing like dealer to dealer transfer, sometimes you'll get like a really nice brand new car, nicer car. Uh, when you're doing like the dealer to dealer auctions, you're getting the trade ins, mm. you know. So I mean, yeah, I've, 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 I've had a uh, the um, uh, 2000 and what 18. Uh, it wasn't a Hellcat; it was a Scat Pack, but basically a Hellcat on my trailer. I've had a Mercedes GT. That was fun. That was thing was pretty quick. I think that was a tw- twin turbo V8. Sure. I've had. Um, I mean, I've I've had a few Porsches on there. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had some cool cars on there, but a car's a car to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, I'm not like one of those guys that are, you know, that just that, that do this because I love cars. I, I, I'm, the car's a car, you know? Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because it's, I look at a car as, you know, basically on what they're paying for me to ship it, not what it is. Yeah. You know, and, and the majority of the time, if it's just your 2011 Hyundai Elantra, you know, it's paying twice as much per mile than the brand new 2000 or 2020 Porsche Cayenne. Really? Paying. Yes. That's, yes. That's crazy. People, money are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're cheap. That's how they, they got want, all the money. They want favors. They 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 shop super shop around. Yeah. If the average Joe, when they buy a car, they'll call two. You know, maybe they might not even call two bro two brokers to ship those. They might just call one person or one broker and just oh, that's what the price is. Yeah. They might call two, maybe maybe three. People with money, they'll call ten different, you know, twenty different brokers, and put it on the cheapest truck they can find. It's like that. Yeah. It's always that's not the good way to go. No, I no. mean it's you're dealing with shady people yeah, that will absolutely. take. You know, you gotta be, you gotta deal with the guy that you know the the guy who's licensed, bonded, and insured properly, and you know licensed properly properly and follows his logs, and you know he's not out there. He's got more expenses, and he and he has less time to make as much money as the guys who are out there yeah. basically. Um, skating around the rules and and in um, outlawing it, you know what I mean. Those guys, you know, they're not they're not they're not properly insured. They're not you know they're not running clocks, so they can they can pick a car up in Florida and have it in Maine, you know, in two days. You know what I mean? As yeah. as the you know someone like me, it's going to take me three, and if I have stops and drops on the way, it's going to take me a week. You know, those guys can just you know outlaw the shit out of it, so they'll take work for cheap. You know, a guy who is limited to his hours, and we need we need better paying freight. You know what I mean to yeah. keep the doors open. So, you know, understandable. Yeah. How far do you go? You go all the way down to Florida? No, I do. My lane, my primary lane, my primary lane is basically as far as Bangor, pretty much in that area. You know, more western towards ninety five to ninety five, upwards in the Bangor to pretty much like Richmond. Yeah. Closer to 95, you know, and, you know, I'll hit, I'll hit Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, parts of New York. I mean, that's a lot of pick, picks and drops in that area from Maine. And then some going, you know, down to Virginia, Maryland, um, Delaware in that area. Then some pickups, some maybe when I get down there and drop off, when I get to my last, you know, my furthest um, drop. I'm trying to pick up in that area to come as far north as I can. Sometimes I have to short hop it to maybe, you know, from, you know, Delaware to New Jersey and then yeah. load back up in New Jersey to get back to Maine. So it's it's kind of like musical cars. You kind of want to keep, if something's coming off, you want to have something coming back on because you want to stay fully loaded to get the maximum dollar per yeah, mile. absolutely. You know? So Are you unloading and loading the vehicles onto the trailer? Um. I mean, I, I I'm I have at least three short hops every week. Two I have at least two short hops every week. Some of them are just, you know, Maine to Virginia. I try to get everything on there if I can from Maine to Virginia because it tends to pay more and it's a high higher paying lane. So if I can get Maine to Virginia, Maine to Maryland, Maine to Delaware, I will. But if but sometimes it's worth it to take that car to New Jersey because then there's another one that's. You know that car is paying five, and then the or that car is paying you know four fifty, and then from New Jersey down to Virginia is paying like another three sixty, so you know you're looking at eight hundred bucks or you know eight hundred and ten bucks or whatever for that one slot instead of a car going from Maine to Virginia for six hundred. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, you got to kind of play with it, and and it's not, <clears throat> you know, you 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 have to have somebody who's really good at that. To yeah. do it if you know and, and you can't do in a lot of some a lot of truckers do it themselves but you know it's worth in my opinion paying for somebody to do that for you because 
I'm driving. Yeah. I don't have time to be trying to book loads and search for loads while I'm trying to drive and keep everyone on the road safe and keep my freight in one piece and my truck from being damaged. It takes teamwork. Yeah, it takes teamwork. Yeah. You gotta you gotta find the best. You know what I mean? Like I like I'm I have in my opinion I have an excellent dispatcher, and I have an excellent accountant accounting and in logistics. That's my wife. My dispatcher's name is Mike, and I hire them. They do the best that they do, and I do the best that I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it works as a team. You know so. You know, so it's good to have, yeah, you're right. It's good to have good people on your team, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, yeah, but it's good, yeah, but, yeah, some, some, there's some, a lot of cheap people out there with money, man. They, I've had, I've had a brand new uh, Porsche Cayenne, $160,000 SUV, a 2020, paying 60 cents a mile, and I had a, <clears throat> like a, we, we, they're, there's auctions out there called IAA International our insurance auto auction co-parts which are like that these guys will get like the cars that have been totaled out yeah. and bought back by insurance and then our insurance bought the car back and then auctioned it off they'll take them to these these places to auction them off and you know I move a lot of cars out of there for like body shops parts places yeah. people who fix them up and make them look pretty and like you could never even tell and know how to do like some magic voodoo with the with the um with the titles that you know in certain states that'll take off you know <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and any of you know that will basically wipe the vehicle history clean and yeah. leave like one little asterisk in this one little area that if you didn't know that that meant that this was a refurbished title then you had no clue hmm. um it's a shady business, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll move cars for them and they're paying a dollar 60 a mile. No shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like the majority of the time you have like a high price vehicle on there, it's paying shit and it's just not worth it because it's, you get five of those on your trailer. You're at over a million dollars. If you get into a car accident and damage, right. you know? It's just there's there's too much liability. You, you scrape a bumper on that, that's thirty six hundred bucks to fix. You scrape a bumper on a Hyundai Elantra, mm. it's you know three hundred bucks, two hundred eighty bucks to fix. You know, so I you know I kind of have a niche. I have a lane. Yeah. I don't I don't try to compete with the nine cars. Those guys are in a total different. You know, a total different. Uh, you know. We're, we're both in water, but they're in the ocean. I'm in a fucking swimming pool. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I'm not trying to swim with them. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to do what they do. I just do what you I ever, do. You never want to? No. No? Uh, I mean, well, who knows where, who knows where the where Gipso Transportation will go? I'm, I honestly need to, I'm going to start spending more time with the, the broker part of it. Because there's just, you know, it's just, there's a lot of expenses in trucking. A lot of expenses. Yeah, I can imagine. So, <laughs> there's Shit. money. There's money to be made. Yeah. But there are a lot of expenses. So it's like, you know, being a broker, licensed and bonded broker. I mean, your expenses, your your cable. I mean, your internet, your phone. You know, your your computer, your desk. Right off. So that's your expenses. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're a carrier, you know, you got 
truck insurance. My truck to insure a month, sixteen hundred bucks. A month, truck payment, eleven like eighty. Trailer payment, I got another eight hundred dollars in trailer payments for my two trailers. Um, you know, Central Dispatch, which is a place that I source work for my dispatcher sources work from. Plus, I I we load we we post work on there for other truckers to yeah. to pick up to contract out to them. You know, that's that costs me money every month. You know. Nickel and dime everywhere is my, you know, to rub my websites 360 bucks a month. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just, there's there's so many expenses. Um, But, you know, I love it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Are you talking brokering, like getting into brokering vehicles, selling just vehicles? Not selling the vehicles, no. moving the vehicles. What about, you ever think about selling them vehicles? Um, I, I you Maybe know, there, a lot of guy, a lot of people start off doing this and, and, get into all types of different parts of the, the car industry. You know, it's kind of like being in the medical field. You can do a hundred different types of things, you know, in the, in, yeah. you know, in the transportation of cars, you could part out cars. You could sell only, you know, you could, you know, just basically wholesale cars. You could be a legitimate, you know, legitimate freaking car dealer, you know? Yeah. You can you can tow cars, you can hold cars, you can ship cars overseas, you can, you know. I like uh, to drive towing. Towing, yeah. yeah. it seems fun. It is yeah. fun. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's, it, it seems like it could be a bitch, too. But. And you got to love it. you got to love driving a truck in order to drive a truck. Yeah. Truck is not a job. It's a lifestyle. Trucking. It really is. And if, I mean, if you, if you do it for a job, I mean, you're just, you're not going to do it long. You have to love being on the road. You have to love being behind that wheel, the freedom of it, in order to to last at it. You know what I mean? That's not good. No, you got to. I don't like it. You don't like it? <laughs> Fuck it. I like. I like. I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't not. I don't love it, but I don't mind it. Then it's a job. Yeah. You know, and it's. I mean, hey, look, plenty of people can can you know last. <laughs> last at places for a long time doing jobs that they don't love to do i mean i don't i i haven't gotten to deliver oil yet i'm still waiting right now i don't like delivering shit so i think i would like long hauling or just even short little hauls i uh i i have aspirations to get my class a do you try to fucking cool haul somewhat yeah i had a friend that works for the post office yeah and he only works six hours a day or so Six hours but, a day. Yeah, and he, he just he just picks up a trailer in Scarborough and goes to Manchester, New Hampshire. Turns around, comes back. Yeah, quick. He yeah. wakes up at one or so. In the Does he make like two hundred bucks a day, two hundred fifty bucks a day, something, something like that? that. Yeah. Clears probably over f- a grand a week. Probably like forty, fifty cents a mile or something like that. Something. He probably, yeah, he probably does a few hundred miles. Good for him. That's that's yeah, that's, that's ideal. That's legit. Yeah, yeah. If if I didn't um. If I didn't own my own transportation company, I would do, you know, uh, I would tr- I would probably try to do more of a regional or you know state you know next state over type thing. Yeah, you know I wouldn't be doing long haul over the road by any means, being gone for two or three months at a time or yeah, no two way. or three weeks at a time. Screw that. Even a couple of days is kind of pushing it. Yeah. After yeah. after about three four days, it's a little much. Yeah. The first the first year I the first year I did this, I spent a lot of weeks gone, like be gone for five days, six days. Um, but now because I, you know I, 
I'm a lot more conscious of my clocks now. Um, I uh, well, I'm a hundred percent conscious of conscious of my clock, and um, I'm sure the wife I, uh, helps. Huh? I'm sure the wife helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and the federal government will helps too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're definitely gonna not help you. They're gonna be. It's gonna. You're gonna need help if you don't follow the laws. And there's a lot of regulations. But um, since I, you know, I basically, like, I'll leave Tuesday. I'll be home Thursday night. It's not bad. Leave Tuesday. Leave Tuesday before 10. Be home Thursday night. Sometimes at, like, 7. Sometimes at, like, 11, 12. Sleep in the truck? Nah. I, well, I, I will if I, I mean, sometimes I do. and But I, I, I like to sleep in a hotel room. It's just too too there's not enough you know i have a bed back there and i have a comfortable bed and a comfortable pillow and a comfortable blanket if i have to if i'm like dude i've, I've been on this road for 14 hours i can't, i don't even have the energy to you know because it takes a lot out of you to, to, yeah, to drive yeah. these long hauls and um then you know I'll, if i can find a safe place but you know you can't carry a firearm with you and there's a lot of sketchy ass places that you know you can find yourself in and it's not, and, and I, I have a, I have a pickup truck, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, just an is what I have, truck, just yeah. a huge pickup truck. Yeah. So it's not like the safe to secure and as much of a peace of mind as being in an 18 wheeler that's up high and the windows are up high and you can hear somebody climb up on it. Somebody could literally just walk over to my window and boom, yeah. my head's right there, you know? So it's, I don't really feel safe doing it. So if I have to, I will, but sleep in a hotel. I can brush my teeth and and take a shower in the morning yeah, and not have shit to butt naked. brush my teeth outside of my truck because there's no fucking way I'm brushing my teeth in a truck stop bathroom while dudes are shitting. Like, no way. No. You know, I see dudes all the time no. and they're showering and shit. There. Like, people are... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to touch anything when I'm in there. Like, the sink water fucking is gross. Yeah. You know, I'm like... <laughs> trying to get the paper towels out, you know, like I don't touch nothing in those motherfuckers. I've been to a couple no. truck stops. I I drove to Alabama and back a few times. Nice. And it f- those truck stops in like Virginia, like West Virginia, West Virginia, fuck, uh, Pennsylvania, right, right in that oh like area. God, dude. oh, it's fucking disgusting. That edge, dude. The you know the 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 Pittsburgh into West Virginia down in the fucking. Kentucky, Tennessee. Oh my God! Yeah. Stay the. F- I went there once, and I'll never go back again. That was my first week. I drove down through there, through West Virginia, into Kentucky, into Tennessee, and told my dispatcher, "Listen, dude, never again." And I'm not even kidding. Like, do not. And he asked, and he for a couple of months he would ask, "Hey, well, you know, this one, this a uh, good couple, good cars, good load going that way, paying good." Nope. No, no, it's that bad. Oh man, it's it's different out there, and that's that's funny too. Like uh, about the how a lot of people interpret shit differently. Yeah, when you get out into that back country and those back mountains, it's a different world out there. It's a different world. It's not like up north Maine where we live with a no. bunch of fucking liberals, dude. Those motherfuckers out there are like, their grandfathers fought in the Civil War for the for the Confederates, and they're proud of it. Yeah, like they're they're <laughs> yeah. they're like straight up like would die for that fucking flag. 
You know what I mean? So I, I just I try you know I try to stay the fuck out of those places, yeah. dude, because I I'm not comfortable there. And I'm comfortable around any. I'm I, I'm you know it's funny because I was I'm from Denver, Colorado, the west side of Denver. It was pretty rough growing up. I I'm more comfortable in the urban situation. Like when I I remember I went to I was in a, where, where the fuck was I in Lynchburg, Lynchburg, fucking Virginia. At all places, Lynchburg. Lynchburg. And I pulled Not up the to best that place fuck, for a nigga to be. Dude, no. I pulled up to that Walmart, dude. I seen a black lady. I was like, I've never been so happy to see a black person in my whole life. I was just like, oh my God, there are black people in this town. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was it's rough. It's fucking tough. I don't know. West Virginia is real white. A lot of white. It's just, I, it's, I, you know, and, and, and it's weird because I've I've been, to, but then again, I've been back to Lynchburg and I've met some fucking awesome, just cool people. Yeah. Maybe it was just me being, you know, I don't know. Probably. And I've been out to Pennsylvania and to Western Virginia again. Um, not into Kentucky, Tennessee, none of that, but like I've been into West Virginia and been like, damn, this fucking place is cool. You know what I mean? So. It's it's kind of strange. I mean, there's different energies that come from different places, and yeah. you, you can just tell a bad place when you go through it. You could be in the hood in the ghetto, and you get an energy, and you're just like, I don't, I should get through here and get the fuck out of here because I can just feel that it's not yeah. a place where I belong. I could be a fucking all Hispanic, could be an all Asian, could be all black, could be all white place. There's just different types of energy in different places. Yeah. You just can feel. You just it's just there. I've never been anywhere where there's a whole, it's like a, an Asian culture in the neighborhood. Yeah, I have, yeah. Been to parts of Philly where it's like Chinatown. I mean, I've never had any trouble or nothing in any, any places. I, but yeah, I've been to a, some places where it's just, you're not going to see a white person here. You no one's ever I mean? tried to fucking come up and get you? Rob no. you? Nothing? No, knock on wood. No. But I mean, like, I just mind my business. Yeah. Makes a big difference. I mind my business. I don't stare at people and <laughs> I don't look like a fish out of water. I just, I have something I'm doing. Do you? Yeah. Getting, doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's a sketchy business. Uh, cars cars are, are, are way more sketchy of a, of a, of a, of a merchant of product to move than anything else. I mean, when you're dealing with like, dry vans and reefers and you know box trucks you're you're going to like legitimate businesses yeah. you know for the most part you're going to distribution centers chains big fucking places and people everybody has nobody has their shit together yeah. but it's a it's more of a legit like there's authority and there's a chain and like there's certain rules and regulations that they follow when you're hauling cars dude you're picking up some car that some fucking guy that doesn't even speak English is going to part out and fucking ship overseas. And you show up to like some of the most ghetto. Like, I, I dude, I've like, I'm talking about fucking gutter ghetto, like in the middle of the city places where. Detroit type places. You just get in and get out. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't hang out and. Just get your shit we're work done and you get the fuck out. But uh yeah, where you're just like you're they're paying you cash and you're just like all right, you know what I mean? Like 
kind of keep one eye open because yeah. you know anybody could just walk up and smash me real quick and try to take it. Well, they're gonna have to smash me to take my money. Trust me. But, <laughs> yeah. And that's You're why. Just gonna give it that's away. why I do want to just get yeah. the fuck out of there because I'm not just gonna give my money away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I picked up. I remember picking up a car like and and I had to drop it off in Baltimore to these fucking these African dudes and he, this dude barely spoke English and I show up there. I pull up down this dark fucking alleyway at night and I'm talking to these dudes that are blue black. All I can see is their teeth in the middle of this fucking parking lot. And the dude saw me. He's not going to be, Oh, take the car off the trailer. I said, pay me. Oh no, no. Take it off first. I said, I'm, that truck's that vehicle's not coming off my trailer until $600 is in my hand. Yeah. Cash. <laughs> That's not coming off my trailer. And I can barely see these dudes. And I like, and you know, they're like dreadlock wearing fucking, you know what I mean? Like these dudes, you know what I mean? Are like, whatever, you know, about that life or whatever. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm like that, like, and, and like, this was like the, this was probably like the, the first month that I was in this. And I had already been like fucking just hemorrhaging money, cash flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just need, I needed that money. Yeah. You were going to fucking have to kill me. Before out that car was coming, like kill me right now. Before that car is coming off that trailer, like that, I was literally like a, like a dog, like a fucking life or death. Like if I, if not, I wasn't in a life or death situation. But if I had to have been, if you had a gun <laughs> in my face, fucking shoot me because I'm, I have no money at this point anyways. Fucking shoot me, whatever. Do what you got to do. But I'm dead before that fucking thing comes off my trail. I'm telling you that right now. So how far do you want to take it? Like basically, they pay you. Yeah, they fucking paid me. Yeah, I told him. I said that fucking car's not. And he, one of them, tried coming over and like getting all close to me. Like, yeah, man, take the fucking car off the trailer. I'm like, no, the fucking car's not coming off my fucking trailer. Like, you think this is a fucking joke? Like, no, it's not coming off my fucking trailer till I get six hundred dollars in my hand. Oh, I'll have to send my buddy to the store. I go, okay, I'm gonna get in my truck. I'm gonna drive across the street. I'm gonna wait a half hour. If he's not back here in a half hour, I'm taking that fucking car back to Maine, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking take it apart and I'm selling every fucking piece on eBay. I got in my fucking truck, dude, pulled across the street and fucking waited there. Dude came up like 20 minutes later, all of a sudden the money appeared and no, oh, here's your money. <laughs> I said, all right. But when I was taking it off my trailer, I was like, fuck, you motherfuckers might just try to rob me, get the money back once it's off my trailer. I wonder but, how often people, they get away with shit like that. And it wasn't even like they were like, outwardly trying to like oh we're gonna rob you it was just they were trying to play the game like oh if we just tell him if we get up a little close to him he'll take the car off the trailer then we can just tell him oh hey we'll cash up you later or we'll send you a check you know what i mean or yeah. whatever type of bullshit or oh so and so is not here he'll send you the money or how you know what i mean and i was like nah dude fuck that no life or death situation like you fucking kill me if you want that fucking thing's not coming off my trailer you accept money cash app Cash app, um, you know, we do credit cards, we do cash app checks. Most of the money I get is in checks, but yeah. I only take certified bank checks or company checks. Yeah. I don't do personal checks. It's the way to go. And um, you never know what the fuck. Someone, yeah. Yeah. I've had, um, dude, there's some, my, there's, my uh, dispatcher dispatches what, eight other people. And I mean, it's like every month there's somebody giving a bad money order or a check for, Listen, dude, it, it, like, it's really hard to track a lot of these people because if they, some anybody could just call your company from a burner phone and be like, hey, I want you to move this car for me. And when you get there, this guy's going to give you a check. So you're like, all right, you, you know, 
paying good, you know, I'll go pick it up and the guy's going to give me a check. Well, there's been, you know, like the last one, just like a, uh, like a month or two ago, um, guy called my dispatcher for, this was for his Philly guys and said, uh, no, his Chicago guys said, Hey, we went, we want a car from Chicago down to new Orleans, you know, 1200 bucks. Um, the guy's going to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Here's his number. Call him. So he books the car, has his guy up in uh, up in Chicago, pick, pick it up, you know, with a lo another load of shit. Yeah. He gets down to New Orleans, calls the guy. Yeah, the guy says, oh, hey, yeah, no problem. All nice to him. Yeah, yeah, meet me uh, at this church parking lot, such and such place. He gets there, yeah, hands him a money order. Oh, thank you, yeah. I, I threw an extra 20 bucks in on a tip for you in that money order. See you later. Takes off the fucking, he takes off, goes to cash a money order. It's a fucking bad money order, dude. It's a fake money order. Wow. Yeah. Like, it, and there's, it, the guys don't, they don't answer their phone, their burner phones. I mean, you gotta, what, you gotta spend $20 on a burner phone to get a car moved for 1200 bucks for free? Yeah. That fucking sucks. Shit happens all the time. And that's what these, a lot of these guys with these co-parts will do. They'll, they'll, they'll call you and be like, yeah, I need this car moved, move it. Then they'll get there. Oh, uh, fucking, uh. Hector's not here, you know, like fucking, or I can't speak English when, he, you know, he, he'll send you your money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cash app, cash app. Like, nah, money, 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 money. Not coming off my trailer. Yeah, money yeah. in my hand. I'll wait in the truck for 30 minutes. Money better appear out of somewheres. Have you had have you had to take one back and part it out? No, no, no. That's just a threat. But I, yeah. I mean, like, it works. It, it'd be it works, more. It works. It, it, the possession's nine tenths of the wall. You're damn wall. right. And it, it's just like any. It's just like a tow company. You know, if you if they tow your car and you don't fucking pay, they, they'll petition the title to the state after sixty days. Yeah. Do the same thing. I wouldn't want to have to do that. Just pay me. What the fuck, man? I got. want to put another car on there and make more money. I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Yeah. But you're gonna. But if I have to, I will just to prove a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's been times when I, my dispatcher's like, "Why? Just turn around and go drop the fucking car off." Like seriously, like they're gonna pay you, you know? Because I had to wait fucking a half hour. I waited like 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. Taking this car back with me and I'm fucking parting it up. Peace out. And I've left. <laughs> Drove, started driving, and my dispatcher called me. He just called me. He's, Come on, dude. Just listen. Why? Just fucking turn around, dude. Just drop it off. He's gonna pay you. All right, but I mean, for the but for the most part, though, it's it's a it's a cool job. I love it. Yeah, I love doing it. And you know, over this last year, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, so I've you know, starting to starting to get more familiar with the game and how it works and how shit works. Getting yeah. more familiar with my route and all that stuff. So, but, but because yeah. we you're working for dealerships, it's like a consistent route. You know what the fuck you're doing. You know where you're going. You don't need GPS so much all the time. Yeah. It's nice. And I mean, cons consistent areas yeah. more than... I picked up for multiple dealerships mul a lot. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, a lot of the th cars that I do are, are cars arrive or ACV auctions. Or, um, so these, these guys are basically their, their host websites that that um, will post cars onto their website and dealers who have dealers licenses only yeah. can bid on these cars. And uh, they take responsibility for like, you know, if there's anything listed, they, they actually send a rep out to the dealership. He takes a picture of the vehicle. He takes pictures of the vehicle, does all kinds of, you know, runs the, the OBD, like does all kinds of diagnostics on it. 
any paint chip, any rust, he, he notes. And um, they take responsibility for that, and they're the host, and, and basically they move the car for the cost, for the dealer so the dealers don't have to worry about it. Because back in the day, how when you went to a, a dealership with a, trend, with a trade-in, if they couldn't sell it off their lot, they had to get a truck to come pick that car, truck car up. They had to bring it to like a, a, a like an Odessa or, or or Mannheim or one of these big auction places that was could have been five thousand, couple thousand miles away, just so they could park it there, have people go there, bid on the car on auction day, and then have to haul it out of there, back to the other place. So they they just made, came up with a very efficient way of doing it. Let's that just seems like a waste of money. It's it was a huge waste of money. Yeah. So now it was just like, hey, this is more efficient. It's cheaper. And now the car just basically, if someone trades it in and needs to go to another dealership, dealer to dealer. Yeah. And if that guy can't sell it off third days, let's leave his lot. Doesn't have to go to a third party to hear to hear. It just goes. He puts it back up on on one of the dealers' shot. Goes to another dealer. Yeah. And it's just, a, and that's why it. That's why there's been such a need for the quote unquote hot shot auto transporter. Because if so, so these guys that are doing these cars, they're not doing five of them at a time. They're doing one here, one there. Or they have five. They might have five ACV cars on their lot, but one's going to Tennessee, one's going to Georgia, one's going to California. You know what I mean? So they're so it, that's why there's a good niche for the car hauler hotshot because we're we, we have a smaller setup where we can do the one-offs a guy with a nine car car hauler could you imagine how you know it would take him a week just to load nine cars from nine from nine different places yeah. and then he'd have to drive and if it wasn't like say the state of maine to the state of florida and then he hasn't if he has drops along the way then that takes more time and yeah. if it's even if it's going straight to florida he has nine different drops when he gets there that would take you three weeks to do like literally it would it would take you at least two weeks to do it, you know what I mean. So it's it's crazy. more just efficient three for more us. cars. In yeah. So it's more efficient for us to just pile on like three to five at a time. Yeah. Um. Doesn't make the sense to do two of them, but you know, if you wanted to have you know a three car or a four car or a five car, it makes more sense for you to go pick up four different cars yeah. and drop off at four different places. You know, you can do it with a smaller setup. You know what I mean, and you can make just as much money as we're pulling freight out of the same places that the nine cars are and the nine cars are getting actually getting less per car than we are because they can take nine of them at a time we can only take three four you know so yeah, uh, yeah. how it's long intricate man how long are we going to keep this going for what the, do you uh, have a time a time limit no uh, okay yeah, yeah you no. just give me you just give me the uh a little I, I i base it on my contacts yeah as soon as they start to get dry i'm like you know what yeah we gotta wrap this up soon yeah, yeah i'm yeah. good i'm good right now yeah okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no i was i'm fucking that's fucking badass that's cool it's, it looks like sounds like a lot of fun it's fun to do you by yourself though that's it, does it take a toll on you at all no no not at all you the only see see you drive a truck too so you're already by yourself it's Some, not like sometimes. Sometimes I got another person with me, but okay. most of the time I'm by myself. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so when I left Hannah for a distribution center, I was working with forty-seven, you know, forty-eight, forty-five on any given day. Different other guys that I worked. Not all of them did I talk to. Not all of them did I even get along with. 
but at least seven of them were cool to good friends with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, uh, being in a truck, um, I miss the discourse. Yeah. That's what I miss. Because I did a lot of, a lot of mind changing working at that warehouse. That warehouse did a lot for me mentally. And the individuals that I worked with were the absolute hardest working motherfuckers that I have ever met on this fucking planet. I mean, that place is full of a bunch of hard working, back breaking, labor, ass busting, a lot of work. mother fuckers. Are you talking dude. like picking and wrapping uh, up pallets? I'm and talking about selecting and yeah. a fucking freezer that's 16 degrees below zero at 180% running through those aisles, picking up cases at like, you know, you know, a thousand cases an hour. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. I'm talking like. See that that's that wouldn't be so bad in the cold. I would I would like it in the cold. While well, they yeah. have, it depends on where you're at. You could be in the freezer. You could be in dairy, which is like refrigerator temperature, yeah. 30, 28, 30 degrees. Or you could be in the warehouse, which is dry, which could be whatever temperature it is out minus or plus. You know what I mean? A few. See, degrees. I'm I'm a sweater. Yeah. I fucking I don't have to do anything. To yeah. Just start fucking sweating. So I just. Working in the cold is nice. <laughs> you were the dude that would be working in the cold, yeah. running your ass yeah. off, sweating. Until until me. I'm wet, and then the cold is fucking yeah. miserable. Do you run so much in there? Yeah, dude, I would walk out of that motherfucker with icicles that were three inches long <laughs> from breathing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You just, you, you, you ice all on my back because I would sweat out my on my back. I lost 23 pounds working there, and I, I worked in the freezer for four months, I want to say, when I first got there, because you had to, like, try out each department. Yeah. I ended up staying in grocery because it was first shift, and um, I would have stayed in the freezer. I loved the freezer. It was so much, the boxes were so much lighter there, and you got a little bit, they gave you a little bit more percentage yeah. to pick there because, it, because of the conditions. So I, I used to love selecting there. But I mean, I was there what for a four, four and a half month stint, and I lost twenty three pounds. Damn! Because you just you, you have to burn so much energy to stay warm. Plus, I was running. But I loved it though, because I could fucking literally put up on a eight hour day. I could be out of there in four hours. Still get paid for and, the same amount yes, of money. And still get paid. Yeah, that's perfect. But you have to pick, you know, to cut that by fifty percent. You have to pick twice of the hundred. What they average would be the twenty, the hundred percent. Yeah. Which is already running. You have to run twice that amount. You know what I mean? So it's it's fucking hard, man. I worked dude, that place showed me what what you can accomplish. You know what I mean? How hard I could be pushed. You know, how much I, I really could do if I wanted to. Yeah. With somebody else telling me that I had to do it, I was like, damn, imagine if I could just put this much hard work and ethic in into my own life, my own future, my own bank account, my own business. Imagine what I could accomplish. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, you know, that was, that's, I, I, I'm so glad I worked there. So glad that I worked in that place. You need a hard working job to figure out life. Yeah. I wish, yeah. A, I wish a lot more people would understand yeah. that, that you could get a lot further once you, once you realize that you, you are made of much more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I fucking want to do my own tree company. Do you? Like I fucking been doing tree work for a long time. 
just yes. recently did I start delivering beer. Okay. But like, yeah. it's it's definitely a goal. It is. Yeah. I mean, I hate fucking killing trees, but yeah, you like cutting down trees. You like you're not afraid of heights. I'm no, no, no. I am afraid yeah. of heights. Oh, you are. Yeah, but I'll still do it. Yeah. Yeah. So are you the one that's? Are you on the bucket loader or, or truck I'm at, or are you like? Or are you like climbing the trees, chopping down branches? I'll do, I'll do either one. Either one? I'm, Ooh, I'm not going to cool. straight up lie and say that I'll just climb up a fucking 90-foot pine tree. I'll be, my knees would be knocking like a son of a bitch. But I'll get it done for the money because it's amazing money. You can re- legitimately right? charge what you want within reason. You know what I mean? It's a pretty dangerous fucking job. You know what I noticed is... uh. Anything can work. Anything can... Everybody has competition. Yeah, always. And anything can work. It's just about how you brand yourself, dude. Yeah. How you do it individually that makes shit work. Because any good idea um, could have failed if it was didn't have the right... Um, you know, the right people behind it to doing the right things. Yeah. I mean, any... It's just really... Honestly, comes down to how you brand your business, who you are, how hard you work at it. It's really what I it comes down to. You really, actually want it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, any you could you can do anything, and anything that anybody else is doing, you could do too. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're working with customers, I think the biggest thing is is getting paid for your work. Um, a lot of, you know. I I'm, I'm like my 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 dispatcher and me will always have t- conversations and I think I might have even kind of like opened his eyes on it too because he's just like you know I fucking one thing I hate about this game is is you know you move a car for somebody you have a contract that car is supposed to be moved here to here these are the payment agreements these are the payment terms this is when I get paid listen dude most of the companies out there it takes a couple of reminders before they'll even it takes at least two reminders before they'll even acknowledge that they owe you money a lot of chasing money and then um you know so i mean i i there's a lot of open invoices that i have i always you know knock on wood i've i think i've been paid every single time even if i've had to wait two or three months to get paid i've been paid but um it i was i was at dr I go to uh, Bulldogs to get my eye, eye care done. I've been going there since I was a kid. And uh, I walked in there once, and this lady had a stack of papers literally this high, 12 inches. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what, what's going on? What are you doing? She's like, nothing, just sending out invoices. I was like, oh, imagine. Shit. And these were back. These weren't like, she said most of them were like second or third, inv- you know, like bills that she sent to people. And I was just like, wow, that opened my eyes. I'm like, here I am, like, complaining about, you know, basically having money in the bank because this person's not paying me. I mean, but look at all those. Everybody has to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at all the oil companies. How many times, how, how do you, do you think think about how much they have to chase people for money? Probably a shit ton. Dude, they probably spend yeah. a lot of resources on collecting money that's owed to them. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's, like, it's part of running a business. You've gotta. If you're not getting paid, why? Why else are you doing it? Yeah. That's what you you need to get paid for your labor. That's why that keeps your doors open. So that's the most important thing, is for you to get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. 
that's why you know I, I thank God I have my wife because she's very good at following the money and handling that stuff you know what I mean I'm good at it too but I don't have to do it because she's yeah. better at me than it so once once I get popped into a uh, my own little business Chandra's probably going to be the one to take care of that whole situation yeah. she's just she's just, they're just better at it well she has to be yeah you guys have to start a family business yeah that's how businesses succeed yeah you can't do it all no no you can't fuck, no. and don't even try to do it all no that's the biggest mistake a lot of people do oh a lot of guys i'm the jack of all trades i'm good at bookkeeping i'm good at dealing with customers i'm good at building my website and then they they end up quitting because they realize how much fucking work they created for themselves. And they're like, I can't even basically do the job that is what I need to do yeah. and have enough time. To I couldn't do it all. Can't go around looking for work. No. Advertising. No. Dude, just, you can't, you can't. I don't get a day off. And you got to also know that you're never going to get a day off yeah. once you start that tree company. Because yeah. even if you're not out cutting trees, you're still doing your books or you're you're doing invoicing or you're, you're working on your equipment. Yeah. That takes up all of my spare time, is working on my equipment. Doing, Everything you know, breaks all keep the time. It a lot of stuff, but it, if you keep it main, if you keep an eye on your your your, your equipment, which is your bread and butter, yeah. you got to treat your equipment like you treat your body. You know what I mean? Like you got that keeps you alive. That keeps your business alive. Maybe I need to rethink how I eat my body. <laughs> yeah. I just I, my my friend uh, next door had a friend come over and. That person brought over uh, a bunch of little mini cheesecakes. Dude, there's, there was like 40 mini cheesecakes. Yeah. I ate them in a day and a half. All, All of them? them. Damn. All of them. How big, what, how big were they? They were just little, uh, maybe maybe that. Like big. a shot maybe glass? Like or big. Yeah, about a shot glass uh, size. Not that shot. deep. Dude, That's I couldn't shot. stop. I just couldn't. They were the best cheesecakes I ever put in my mouth. Dude, and I was like, you gotta knew. Do it. I knew it. The You're just like, <laughs> you know what's sad is when we tell ourselves, once it's finished with, then, I, then I won't do. You know, I I, yeah. I just want to finish this and then I I'll, I'll go on, I'll, I'll cut down on the sugar after yeah. that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, yeah, I take care of my business better than I take care of my body. Listen, your business is like a kid. Yeah, you have to treat your business like a child. It goes through different stages. It goes through an infancy stage yeah. where, it, where it needs you to do everything for it. It can't do nothing for itself. You know what I mean? And and then as your business matures, not even grows, just matures, you know, you start to figure if you're, if you're good, you know, you figure things out. Yeah. If you're patient and you're persistent, you start to figure stuff out. You're like, okay. And dude, I'll tell you what, man, you got to like literally hit your face on the ground <laughs> to get back up and bless you. Yeah, thank you. To get back up and you, you gotta you gotta literally fucking have some of your teeth kicked out of that's your mouth. The, that's the way everything works. Yes. Life, so. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get but you can't you don't know what better is unless you've been in yeah. worse. Yeah. 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 You Every gotta you gotta kinda you gotta to, to, to build up that resiliency, you have to go through it. Yeah. Like, you can't, you got to go through the pain of lifting weights to grow muscle. Yeah. You have to go through the pain of of detoxifying yourself from 
those cheesecakes to lose weight. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Like it doesn't just happen. Like you've no. got to go through the adversity and the pain in order to grow into something bigger and better. Yeah. You have to. Period. Period. You know what I mean? So, you know, the first couple months, man, I, I actually got I got hit. Well, the first trailer I bought was a was kind of a lemon. It really wasn't it was advertised as being commercial grade, but it really wasn't. So I spent a lot of time down getting that thing fixed, putting money into it until I bought my second trailer, which is a fucking knock on wood, phenomenal trailer. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time, you know, uh, damn, I didn't make money this week. Oh, damn, I can't make money next week. And it's in this game, when you're in a transportation business, it's not necessarily about how much money you have to pay to fix something. It's how much money you're losing with your wheels not rolling Yeah, is what really hurts you. So, um, yeah, you know, I did that. I, 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 um, last November, I got hit by a drunk driver in Staunton, Virginia at like 1030 at night in the middle of the country. And, um, damn, dude, I don't know if I still have the picture of it, but this, uh, this 19-year-old kid was wasted drunk with his 18-year-old girlfriend in the car and came flying past me at, like, freaking 70 miles an hour. I was pulling away from a red light. We, we, the red light was stopped. Like, I was stopped at the red light, and I just slowly started pulling off from it. And all of a sudden, wham, I get hit from the side. So this kid was just flying. On your side or the passenger? I, on my on the driver's side. Yeah, damn. So... He just came up on me so quick. He must have been, like, behind me in yeah. my lane. And then he just, like, came around me real quick. And then when he went to come around me, he kind of, like, swerved and hit the front of my truck. He hit the front of my truck, rolled three times, boom, 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 oh, landed on the roof. I was like, oh, my God, no. I freaking jammed my truck, like, barely even put it, like, just, I was rolling, dude. Jammed my truck in the park. I get out. I, I freaking run up to him. I'm like... These fools are dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dead. Like, Holy fuck. and I'm like, oh my God, like, are you okay? Are you okay? And the, I hear, like, I hear somebody from the driver's side. I see somebody on the passenger side. And the whole back, it's, it was a, it was a, like an extended cab Tacoma, like a 98 Tacoma. The whole back window was blown out and the cab was crushed. I was like, Whoever's who's out back, because I'm thinking whoever's back there is dead. Who's out back? And no one, no one. I'm like, don't fucking lie to me. You sure there's nobody back there? No. So I like run back to my truck, grab a fucking my. Uh, I used to keep like my pump jack bar like under my seat, yeah. so I could come back and blow the window out. When I came back, the kid was out, standing up, and his girl was standing up next to him, and I'm like. There's no one else in that car. They're like, no. I'm like, don't fucking lie to me. No. And the kid was just, they weren't like, she wasn't injured at all. Wow. His hand was like broken and kind of bleeding. And he was kind of babying it. Um, It wasn't like mangled or twisted, but like it just looked like it. He might have had like a broken wrist or something. Yeah. And I could not believe, dude, by the by the grace of God, by a miracle, these two kids were standing in front of me on their own two feet, alive. I couldn't believe it. Were they in shock? Yeah. Yeah. Hard. And they were drunk. Yeah. So that's why they didn't, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a, dude, it was scary. 
dude, that like I could not believe that that had happened. I I thought those people for sure that they were dead, and I would just I, I prayed and thanked God that they were alive. I thought it was a miracle that they survived that. Um, but yeah, you That's know, fucking nuts. Yeah, it, it was terrible, man. It was terrible. It cost a lot. It put me out of work for a week. Like it put me down. I was. This was my first trip to Florida. Uh, what my four car trailer. It put me down in Staunton, Virginia for a week. So my wife and I was taking a load from Maine to Florida. My in-laws live in Florida. It was the week and it was the week prior to the weekend, which my was my wife's birthday. So I was gonna take a load down to Florida. My wife and my daughter flew down to Florida, were gonna meet me. I was gonna reset, spend up like four days with my wife and my daughter and my in-laws at their house, load back up and come home. Well, on the way down, literally Staunton, Virginia was like 12 hours to Maine, 12 hours to Florida, literally right in the middle. I got freaking hit. Put me, I stayed there for like two days and I said, fuck this, my do- my, this was like a Wednesday. I stayed there Thursday, Friday. My wife's birthday was on Sunday and I was like, fuck this, I'm driving down to Florida because I don't want to miss my wife's birthday. So I left, my truck sat getting fixed. Um, for you know till the next Wednesday for a week and Jeez. I was losing money I had to cancel all the cars I had to refund money back to people blah 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 um, it was it was a mess um, but yeah it was scary dude but I had you know I had to go through stuff like that you know what I mean to like did you have to pay for those damages or the insurance no no it? yeah he, his yeah. insurance he was 100% liable for it because he was drunk he got arrested but yeah, it sucks. was sad I felt bad for him because he was like Help me flip the truck. I'm like, dog, like, you just have to accept that you're fucked. Yeah, you fucked up. Like, the truck it. ain't going nowhere. If you want to, like, go get, have someone come and get in a car and go, as long as you go to the hospital, have fun. But that truck ain't going nowhere, dude. You're fucked. And he, like, hopped out back. He started pulling out a whole cooler, all these beers, fucking toss them in the woods. And I'm just like. The cops got that. I didn't have to say nothing to them. They knew he was drunk. They yeah. seen all the broken beer glass bottles and stuff, dude. Like, it was a mess. I felt bad for him. But, uh. He had to learn a valuable life lesson that Yeah, day. he had to, yeah. dude. Yeah, and yeah. he was lucky he survived. And his, his parents showed up. His girlfriend's mom showed up, dude. And those motherfuckers were not happy, dude. They <laughs> were not pissed. <laughs> Especially her parents, dude. They were like, man, if you would, if I would have came here to a dead daughter, your ass would have been shot right oh, here. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were pissed. So, yeah, he fucking, he, he learned for that one, I'm sure. I'm sure he's still trying to get his way out of that one because this, this was about a, yeah, a little over a year ago. So, And he was, because the, the insurance company kept telling me, like, Yo, look, you know, like, we know it was a drunk driver. We got the police report, but he's still in jail. He was in jail for, like, two weeks before he even got out. So I'm sure his parents were like, fuck you, we're not bailing you out. Yeah, I would. Girlfriend's I, parents, I would. Yeah, yeah. I'd, let, I'd let my kids sit there yeah. and learn he something. He sat there for like a week and a half before they, he got out and the and the insurance company got a statement from him. Yeah. But, yeah, I was just, I thank God that he was that he was alive, though. I, I thought that was a miracle. It was, that would have been, that probably would have scared me right out of the game, dude. If I, I would have so? seen, yeah, a 19-year-old and his girlfriend, nah. I don't think I could have, I think, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have because I, w- I was already all in. I had no choice. Yeah. So I would sp- I would still be here, but. It'd fuck you up. Thank God I didn't have to. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, you know, it's the growing pains, dude. 
you gotta you gotta know you know what I mean that you know some some hurts gonna come but yeah man you could absolutely guarantee dude if you wanted to put the energy into it you could do it and be successful at it oh, absolutely and, yeah 100 yeah and don't let people see look man i think that people scared me with the taxes people tried to scare me with the insurance um and just the whole kind of risk of it and it's very risky Everything that's worth it is risky. Yeah, but I guess. But so isn't being an employee working at Hannah. I mean, like, so if I worked at Hannaford for a union and I got cancer, what it would buy me another couple months before the union could finally not have any enough power to keep me there and me get rid of yeah. them, get rid of me. Like, all the that a job, a secure job, ever really did was buy me more time. But that was only until I got to a point where I was a I was financially more secure than even, you know, once I got to the point where I was even more financially secure being out of having my own business, then it really didn't matter. You know what I mean? It yeah. was just everything's risky. You know, every job's risky. Climbing fucking 90 foot trees or a 10 foot tree is risky. Driving a, yeah. a pick, you know, a 30, you know, a one ton dually with, uh, you know, 32,000 pounds on my back is risky. You yeah. know what I mean? But. Driving a Toyota Corolla down the street to get fucking milk is risky. You never know. Yeah. You just never know. That's why you got to be alert, pay attention, and watch out for what you're doing and be a, be, watch out for your surroundings yeah. at all times. You always got to be riding a motorcycle, fucking driving a car, crossing the street. Riding motorcycles crazy. Yeah, it I is. I've seen some crazy fucking shit online. People oh. crash. Dude, it's fucking rough. Yeah. That, that's one of the only thing that kind of steers me away. Yeah. Because it's not always a motorcyclist's fault. No. People are fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, you drive all the time. Yeah. Drive and a lot of motorcyclists are fucking idiots, too. A lot, they are fucking And those idiots. ones piss me off more than anything. Bobbing and weaving yeah. through fucking highway With a passenger traffic. on the back, like, Come fuck on. you. Yeah, Wheelies Like, dude, you're shit. a fucking asshole. Like, you want to drive like an asshole by yourself? Like, all right, you're just going to... You're going to damage my bumper. You yeah. know what I mean? At the most. But don't fucking drive like an idiot with somebody on the back. Like, that pisses me off. It's wild. Yeah. But it's so awesome, dude, riding a bike. Even having a sports bike was fun, but very uncomfortable. Having a cruiser. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. I want a, I want a bike. That's the only thing a, better a than... fucking Indian eye. Uh, or Ooh. a dark horse. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah big fucking... Right. Yeah. Roy King looking motherfucker. I've, I've had a couple friends that have fucking crotch rockets. They got fucking CBR 1000s and shit yeah. like that. Jixers. Yeah. It's not comfortable. At all, nothing. About, I mean, it's cool. You can go a hundred and fucking eighty miles an hour, it's but a, it's not. It's a good twenty minute rush. Yeah, anything more than an hour, you're like, <sighs> you get on a nice cruiser, a Harley, sit back, or even dude, even like a fucking Kawasaki or a Suzuki, just a cruiser, dude, Honda, with yeah, bags and a whatever. Oh, it's like being in a lazy boy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just with the uh, open road. I love it, man. I wish I could afford a, a, a bike right now, but I can't. So, but I'm kind of glad I don't because I honestly wouldn't have time to drive it anymore. Yeah. So it's been so much time. Like I said, I don't get a day off. When I'm home, it's trying to get some rest and working on, like, this week, I have to, I have to, dude, washing my truck and trailer takes a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. You pressure wash it? Yeah. Got to wash my truck and my trailer. I got to finish painting the other half of my backup trailer because I'm putting that up for sale. I don't need it. 
Um, so I gotta paint the other half of that. I gotta mount my tires. I gotta clean up my fucking hubs. Um, I got three more brakes that have to be done on my new trailer because I did the other three a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Hi, babe. Hi. Where are we at right now? Just take Nine. a look. Nine. Nine, two hours. Two hours, yeah. Yeah, let's let's cut it. So you uh you wanna throw a plug? Out because uh, people are gonna listen. Yeah. I mean you you seem like you got a lot of business going on right now, but no, no, I'm you can't no, say no to more business. Absolutely not. There's never enough business. Yeah. If um anybody listening needs any cars moved, um give Jessica a call. 207-590-5570, Gibson Transportation, Auto Transport and Logistics. We'll be able to get your car moved for you, whether it's an online sale, you know, from anywhere in the United States, or a relocation, or you just, you know, you're just, for any any reason, for a relative, for um, some someone who may, might be aging and not be able to drive a long distance, give us a call. Either your vehicle will go on my truck or will go on um, another tr another a truck of someone who I work with that is trustworthy, that has insurance, that has a good FMCSA rating, um, that's going to be guaranteed to be fully covered and insured for uh, you know if if any any app any uh, accidents or any damage were to were to happen. You got uh, um, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, uh, Gipso Transport. Well, you can v go on uh, GipsoTransportation.com. That's our website. L read a little bit about us. You can also get a give us your information. We can send you a quote. Um, we have a Facebook, Gipso Transportation, on Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah. Give us a give us a call if you guys need anything moved. Um, we take pride in what we do. Every car that goes on my trailer, I treat like my own. Why? Because it's insured, insured under my name. <laughs> That's what matters. Anything goes on my trailer, it's 100% my responsibility, and it's under my insurance, not yours. So if a transporter says to you when you try to book a car for them, like, oh, yeah, hey, uh, make sure that it's insured and blah, blah, blah. Um, no. That, that, that means that they're underinsured and you should run and not trust them to put the, your, your vehicle on their on their trailer if they're if they're if they're making you cover uh, you know legally by the FMCSA and by the federal law they have to be insured um, at least to the amount of whatever's on their trailer people shouldn't even mess with it and just call Gipso anyway. yeah call yeah. Gipso <laughs> that's the way it is yeah call Gipso perfect yeah we're rated highly we're a family company and yeah we'll get your car moved for you fucking right listen thanks for coming on man yeah thanks for having me it was me, a fucking Anthony. good time we should do it again yeah, I'll be back. My man. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Nice. Later, everybody. Yeah. Later. Your mama. Don't let go, Kip. I want to watch the movie. Danger, Kip. They want to kill you. They'll take the spaceship and they'll make me go with them. Oh, they can, Kip. Well, hot damn. That was a great time. I told you. Beginning, didn't I? Shout out to Y Sean coming by shout out to white sean's business gipso transportation yo you need something moves call him up shout out to mike DePetro, the fly ass intro and outro beats 
you can check him out on SoundCloud at Dip Vintage. Until next time, one love people.